Welcome to another episode of the Lazy Moms Podcast. Hey y'all, I hope you are all having a great summer thus far. You know, the summer has started, the weather has been pretty good. I mean, depending on where you are, it might be rain, it might have been raining and all of that. So hopefully, you know, it's nice out there. You know, I don't know if you guys can hear, you know, the birds chirping in the background out here, (laughs) which is awesome. Always something you love to hear. But yes, I'm hoping you all are enjoying your summer and just have some great plans. Um, Just first and foremost, remember that I'll be starting Mom Chat very soon with my wonderful, awesome sword. Um, Just make sure to continue to listen so you can catch those episodes when they upload. And I will make an announcement on the first episode when... um, It's coming up on my Facebook group, Um, actually the Facebook page. So just remember to follow the Facebook page, The Lazy Mom Podcast, and you can get updates and, you know, comment on things that I post up there. Um, But today I wanted to talk about something that I've been thinking about for quite some time. I've talked to a few moms about this and I don't know, I honestly, I am very confused confused about not confused but just um conflicted about this as a parent because you know a parent with young kids you want to protect your kids and really having to think about um these things sort of I, I it's it may not be serious to some of you but honestly it's serious to me this is a conversation about smartphones okay <laughs> and when is there a good time to introduce your child, introduce your child to smartphones. Now, I do have a um, oh, now eleven-year-old. Boo, boo, boo! My baby's not a baby. You know, she's a tween now. Um, and then I have an upcoming ten-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a six-year-old. Obviously, seven and six, y'all ain't getting no phones anytime soon. Okay. Um, the ten-year-old, I don't know, probably not. Um, but the um. 11-year-old, she's been asking for it. And for a while, I've said no because, you know, you're a kid. What you need a phone for? Who you calling? You can use my phone and call who you need to call. And that's that. But, you know, and she's been asking and whatnot. And she, see, she sees some of her friends with phones. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know. But now that she's going to middle school... And her middle school is going to be a little farther than her school, her previous school. We're kind of, my husband and I are kind of teetering. Maybe it's time. So I had to do some research on this, try to find some information. I know sometimes it's all on the parent preference and, you know, knowing your child, knowing, you know, how they can be responsible and all of that. But I don't know. I'm like, if you need to call somebody, you got my phone. And that way I can monitor you because you ain't going nowhere. You sitting right in the same room I am or somewhere or in the house or in your room. And I can hear you. I can see what I know what's going on. I know you are not texting anyone because then obviously I'm getting those texts because it's my phone. <laughs> Whereas if it's your phone, you're getting those texts and then it becomes okay well now I gotta check your phone to just make sure you're not talking to someone you're not supposed to be and all of that 
Um, so that is like the biggest thing. And I don't know, do, like looking it up, I looked at this Time Magazine article just yesterday. I'm reading and it came it gave some really good information so you know if you're thinking about getting your child a phone or in between most definitely do your research because this isn't at least for me it's not one of those easy like oh yeah she can get a phone no because people crazy okay and this is how they talk to your kids and they can an old person an older person can act like a teenager tell your kid oh meet me down here at such and such and you know your kid thinking they talking to another kid they go meet them and bam your kid is gone all up in child trafficking yes my my mind goes dark okay i'm <laughs> thinking about they take your kids in child trafficking all that we're not about to do that okay so if you in the beginning for me if you're getting a phone you use my phone because then I can see who you're talking to and then I can you know monitor all of that but like I said she's been asking for one now that her school that she's going to is a little bit farther we're thinking you know this might be the time um I've like it and as I mentioned earlier I've talked to other moms I've you know looked it up online to see you know the best times to give a child and and everything that I've read is always on the parent preference you know if you think your child is ready then try it and just be smart about the type of phones and there's like so many phones out there you can get them a regular phone but then there's those ones that are parent proof we have the safest phones are pinwheel and gab wireless and then bark wireless and those the parents control it so you have an app on your phone and you control who your kids add to their phones you control you know what apps they can download onto their phones you control especially with um i think it's bark i think it's bark that does this where you can also scan your child's phone and if they have any, sorry, like planes are flying overhead, like I'm doing this outside because it's a lovely day, okay? <laughs> so you're hating the bird, you're hearing the birds chirping, airplanes flying. <laughs> but anyway, Bark Wireless has one where you can actually scan the child's phone and look at all of their like apps and scan it for any like bullying um, any sort of um, chats or text messages that you deem as inappropriate. So if someone's having like an inappropriate conversation with your child and you scan it, it scans it for certain words, um, like hate speech and all of that. And I think that's a really, that's pretty good. Except, you know, their app has like really bad, <laughs> really bad reviews sometimes. Um, but for the most part, you know, parents like it because you can do all of that. You can control the phone. And like I said, same with Gab and Pinwheel. You control what your kids are looking at and um, not, not necessarily looking at, but what they put on their phones and who they add to their phones. So it's not anybody calling or calling your child all willy nilly. No, um, you have to be approved by me. And that was the biggest reason why we bought my kid, the two oldest watch phones through T-Mobile. So if you have T-Mobile, go on ahead, go to Sync Up Watch. We've had it for a few years now. I think it's been like a year or two. And it's been working perfectly. 
you know, you can, um, sometimes the GPS goes in and out depending, but if you put like live, um, it pinpoints exactly where they are. Whereas if it's not live, it's giving you a general idea of where they are, which is still good. And you control who they add onto their watch phone. So the person has to be in your parent contact, so your phone, and then you can add them to the child's watch phone. Um, you can't read what they have on there, um, like the text messages they send, which is fine because it's not like they can send a lot. It's a watch, okay? <laughs> and they have like preset um, text that they can send or your child can do voice notes or, you know, they can do regular text messages. But again, it's only with people that you add. So it's not, oh, here's my, my phone number, my watch phone number. You can call me anytime. No, no, boo-boo. You have to give the parent your phone number. And then we decide, okay, we'll add you to their line or not. Um, and that I've really liked. And the kids can text us or call us. So once they get to school, they'll text and say we're in school. Or if their bus is late, my bu- our bus is late. You know, things like that. So that's been really great. Um, but again, you know, she's getting older. She's seeing her other friends have phones. And now that she's going to a school farther, we're just like, this might be the time to get her a phone. But nothing too fancy because, again, she's only 11. These people who be getting their kids iPhones and whatnot, great job to you, more power to you. Love y'all. But that ain't going to be me because she's 11. They drop stuff. They break stuff. They can just use a regular old phone, okay? Um, Maybe not a flip phone because, yeah, that is very much outdated. (laughs) But at least some some simple. They don't need all these complicated stuff. Um, But anyway. Um, the information that I looked up, you know, like 43% of kids have phones, smartphones now, like that's a lot. And they're all, by the time they're 10. Okay. So by the time these kids are 10, they have a smartphone, 43% of them. Like, what are y'all doing at 10 years old? Who you calling? What friends you got? Like, where where y'all meeting up? Because I still have to drive you to those places. So what you, like I tell my, what do, what do you need a phone for? Plus y'all got emails. So they have their own email accounts. Um, so y'all can email friends. And of course I'd be checking the emails like, who are you emailing? Okay. All right. I, I see what you say. Okay. That's fine. You know, um, they can do that or they can do Zoom. Okay. We pay for Zoom. So you can Zoom somebody or Google uh, or um, what is that new Google thing? I don't know. The, the Google Meet or Google Chat, whatever you can do and um, video call someone through your Google. Okay, kind of like Zoom. So I feel like if you have those, what you need a phone for? But I get it. If you don't have your laptop with you, obviously you don't want to, oh, let me open my laptop to make a phone call. And then you're going to need um, wireless internet. So if you have no wireless internet, you're not calling anybody. Um, but I guess, but I'm, but I'm like, mm, you're 10. Who you calling? You ain't got that many friends. <laughs> but yeah, so according to um, Common Sense Media, um, yeah, 43% of kids do have smartphones now. Um, and I guess sometimes it all depends, like if it's for emergency purposes or if parents, if a parent works late and your child has to go to like an after school program or 
they have to go to another family member's house and you want to have a way of contacting them letting them know you know when you're on your way or if there's any issues or especially if your child has like a health issue yes for that i can see because you know they need they need to be able to call you and contact you right away whereas if they don't have a phone and they're having a medical emergency or any health problems it's like oh now i gotta find somebody with a phone who has my parents phone number and then i gotta call my you know that's a lot so i guess i can understand but still some people mm, i don't know some kids i don't know y'all too young out here in these streets <laughs> but um the article that i saw on the time magazine like i mentioned i prefaced earlier and they were saying, you know, things to consider when you're getting a child a phone is like, what's their comfortability? Like, are they comfortable using a phone, using a phone um, and their responsibilities? Like, have you given them something and said, you know, take care of this? And if you notice, like, OK, I gave you like one of the examples was a jacket. Like you're obviously, especially during the winter and whatnot, you need your jacket. Why are you leaving a jacket? everywhere or you have a book bag or my kids my girls I gave them purses and in their purses they have their asthma pumps so I'm like okay this is your your moment to show that you are responsible so wherever you go make sure you have your purse with your asthma pump now if you leave your purse somewhere obviously you ain't responsible because you're out here leaving this thing every which way so that's another way you know if you see that your kids are responsible and they're able to take care of certain things okay I guess you know they're they're responsible or like even if you have um uh, a child who's young but they do show responsibility in, in certain things that they do so obviously you know if I get them a phone I know they're not going to be out here downloading all these games and chatting with random folks and you know securing meetups or whatever um, another thing is, you know, when you're considering a phone, and that's my thing, my biggest thing is keeping them safe online and how you'll do that with a phone. You know, these kids can get into these different websites or social media sites. And that's the biggest, my biggest thing is social media. Like you don't need a Snapchat. You don't need an Instagram. You don't need a Facebook. You don't need a I don't know, whatever else that these kids out here use, because that's all I know. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and all of that. You don't need any of that, because you're going to see your friends tomorrow at school. And what y'all going to do? Talk to each other. So if you talk to each other at home, what you going to talk about tomorrow? So wait on what you got to talk about until, t- <laughs> until tomorrow, obviously. <laughs> at least that's my way of thinking. Because then when you see them, y'all just gonna be quiet because y'all had the conversation the day before (laughs) but you know it's just keeping them safe is really hard and for those kids who may have roadblocks that is also a big thing because you have these crazy adults who are on roadblocks talking to these kids you know my kids sometimes um when they first got roadblocks they were friending up everybody talking about oh they play with me on the game so we friends no 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 that's not how friendships work we don't know them you've never laid eyes on these people i've never laid eyes on these people we don't friend them so we only friend family and at some point at one point i think it was my one of my daughters or my son i can't remember who but 
they friended someone and they're playing a game and like this person is like um you know cursing and just saying like really mean stuff and not just to my daughter but to, like all the other people in the game and I'm like yeah we're not about to do that luckily you know my kids they'll show us and they'll be like you know this person I don't like what they're saying and I see and I'm like yeah block you know so it's like if they have a phone and someone's doing that outside of the home you know I don't want to wait until you get home to block them I just want to be able to block them right then (laughs) but and I just don't want you to be able to talk to them so you know social media is a big big thing um, because a lot of bullying takes place on social media a lot of like um, kids make like you know um, what's that word oh my gosh I can't even think of the word like peer pressure of course, peer pressure and bullying can take place at school face to face, but you know, but now the kids are all on social media. It's happening on social media as well. And it's like I I mean, call call me a helicopter mama or call me a mother who is overprotective. But I don't want my kids going through all of that. And I will fight somebody's kid for my kid. I'm sorry, I will. And I don't care how big and strong you are because I will still fight you over my child. <laughs> okay? So, I'm not going to play that. So, and I will fight a child too. Like, I, let me stop. I wouldn't want to fight a child, but honestly, if, you know, you're coming to me like an adult, we're going to we're gonna have to do this. Sound like adults because you're not about to talk to my children this way. So, you know, and the Lord is still working on me. And I got to take the godly way out. But at the same time, I will fight you for my children. <laughs> Just so you know. Um, but yeah, so that's like the thing with social media and all of that. I don't know. Uh, yeah. And one of the things that was mentioned in the article is goes back to how responsible is your child. You know, having your child prove themselves to you to prove that they are responsible and again if you have entrusted them with something of a jacket a purse something keys to your house and they keep losing them keys you already know that phone's gonna be lost they're gonna be at somebody's house that phone's gonna be out they're gonna be oh look at my new phone and then leave it on the table then they go home and their new phone is at somebody else's house so yeah um you just have to kind of think about for your child are they responsible enough to have smartphones because even if you buy them the regular smartphone yeah these kids out here will lose it and for me I paid money for this so yeah I want you losing absolutely nothing and one thing they mentioned in this article which I really love and I think I you know I'll talk to my husband about it too that I think would be great to implement when you give your child a a smartphone is writing a contract with your child and having them, you know, um, what was it? What what did they say? I wrote this down. Let me look for this because I was just like, "Mm -hmm, you speaking the truth out here in these streets Um, is, oh, doing the contract and you know, the child also helping to pay for the phone. So if you have a young child, like a, a 10 or 11, you are obviously, you know, they got no jobs. 
but you give them allowance if you're the type of parent that gives allowances because you know not everybody gives an allowance but whatever if they get birthday money and allowance whatever you know in that contract it'll say like if they have to pay you five dollars a month ten dollars a month fifteen dollars whatever you know that if they're paying you for the phone um for their service quote unquote they will surely take care of that because they know my money is coming out of this so <laughs> i'm gonna take care of this because this is my money and that's that's what i find with a lot of kids sorry the wind is starting to blow now all of a sudden um so you hear that noise that's the wind um but yeah like all of a sudden the kid is like oh well if i got to pay for this then i need to take care of this so if i lose it you're losing out on money and you you know you gotta explain if you lose the phone the monthly payments don't go away because we still pay monthly payments for our phones when we lose it you can put a um a stop on it for a little a hold on it for a little bit to try to look for it and then if you gotta look for it and you don't find it and you have to purchase a new phone obviously that's more money coming out of your pocket so in doing this contract to put that in there so they can have that sense of responsibility and know that okay if I'm paying for this myself I'm going to take care of it more I'm going to be more responsible I mean there's always still those kids who it don't matter they can pay for it they cannot they still gonna lose it and they still not responsible but again that is parents preference you know your child so if you know that's how it's going to be, then you, 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 you surely going to have to think about this. Think about getting up a phone. <laughs> but um, so like besides the contract thing, which I really loved, was also like parent limits. Should you limit your child on their phone? And I think, you know, I think it's a good idea. Obviously, the child is like, you know, I'm paying monthly for this. Why must you limit me? But if you're 11, 12 years old, I'm going to limit you all I want because for the most part, I'm paying for it. And it's so, with kids having computers and tablets and now phones, you know, you don't want them stuck in front of a screen all the time. So, you know, set screen time limits. And one thing that oh, another parent that I know, um, she and I were talking, and they actually mentioned this in the article, is making sure that the kids don't have their phones in their bedrooms. And if they need to charge it, Oh, that phone can charge in my room or in the living room. You don't need it charging in your room because we know if you wake up or you say you're going to sleep and somebody calls you right before you go to sleep, you're going to be on that phone. And yeah, we're not doing that. So, you know, have the phone as a parent, have the phone in your room to charge at night. Or if you say if your bedtime is seven, eight, nine or whatever. Yeah, that means the phone time is over at that time, too. So thank you and good night <laughs> so they don't have to have the phone with them because as y'all know these kids will sneak and get it so the best place is to have the phone in your room and not the living room because they may get up to go oh i need some water because my kids are good for that oh i'm thirsty i need some more they'll come downstairs they'll see their phone you know check a little bit and then after 15 20 minutes then they'll go to bed so yeah no that phone will charge in my room at night and then in the mornings right when your bus comes, you can have your phone at that time. You don't need it as soon as you wake up and you don't need it with you when you're going to sleep. So, you know, think about that. Setting um, 
screen time limits or social media app limits. Um, I think that's definitely something that I'm going to do because my child and children do not need social media right now. Their little friends, like I said, they can see them at school. You're going to see you're going to see each other at school. You want to do little play dates. Y'all can see each other then. You don't need Instagram. You don't need Snapchat. You don't need the Twitters. You don't need the Facebooks. Okay. Because what you're going to be posting? Absolutely nothing. Because some, some kids that I see on Facebook or whatever, or even Instagram, like, what, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you posting? And then taking pictures with their middle fingers up. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. It's cool when you're older, but not when you're younger. We're not about to do that. And just, at, oh, and also games. Like, my, my kids, my daughter, I know that if we get her a phone, you have all these games on your, on your tablet and your computer. You don't need to put a game on your cell phone. So if you want to play a game, you got a computer and a tablet for that. This is strictly for calling and keeping in contact with your parents. We're not about to do this whole thing where you have this phone and now all of a sudden, oh, I'm going to put this game on there. I'm going to do this. Oh, it's not working on my computer and tablet. Then that means it's not going to be working on your phone. And that means you don't need it. Okay. Um, So that's definitely something that I know that I'm going to do. Okay. (laughs) Um, And also setting limits on like certain apps and stuff. So it depends. I know Google or Gmail has like the family link app that I'm definitely that I I already put on their tablets and their um, computers. I think it's only on their computers. So I know I don't know if I put on their tablets. Um, I think I might have. Yes, I put it on both. The two oldest is on both their tablets and computers. The two youngest have Amazon tablets. So um, family link can't be uploaded on there, but can be downloaded on there. But the two oldest, they have Galaxy tablets and Galaxy um, computers. So family link is on there. So I know exactly what apps they are downloading onto their computers and tablets. Um, in the beginning, they had to get approval from me. So I would have to go into my email and say, yes, they can download. And then they would have to go back into their tablet or um, computer and re-download it. Um, whereas now, um, I give a little leeway. I can see what they're, um, what they're downloading. So if I see it, cause I get an email and I ask, what, what is this app? Let me see it. Cause I just got an email. You downloaded, I don't know, some magic marker or whatever, as an example. And I want to see what that is. So then I can see, and I can see exactly what they downloaded. So again, with those type of apps, I'm, I'm still able to, um, to monitor um but obviously i can't monitor you know yeah on a smartphone if you if you don't have like bark or gab wireless or pinwheel um you're not able to monitor who they put on their phones now t-mobile does have an app that i just learned about thank you to my t-mobile rep that i was talking to um but it's definitely ten dollars a month and i'm like "Mm, do i want to pay any more to you t-mobile y'all taking enough of my money okay But with that app, um, it's like family something. I put it on my phone and I saw it was like $10 a month. I'm like, dang. For the people that know me, y'all know I'm frugal. Okay, so $10 may not seem like a lot to us. People's like, do I need to pay for something else? But I like the um, what the app um, provides. You put it on their phone. Um, they will have to go through um, you would have, you would be the as a parent, you'd be in charge of, 
um, adding people to their phones and like the same thing that you would do in one of those like Gab Wireless and Pinwheel and Bark Wireless um, things you can do through the app um, on T-Mobile on their phones, um, which is why you pay $10 for it because it is a service and you're able to do that. So I'm really thinking about that. Um, but I know that at least I still have the family link as an option. Um, but that's only good for apps, not, um, you know, people being added to their phones as contacts and all of that. Um, but yeah, just so much to think about when you're getting a child a phone. Um, like this is really something you really have to like sit down. If you're one of those parents who just don't care, obviously you're just not going to care. But for me, I do because you know, cyberbullying is a thing and peer pressure, definitely a thing. And like I said, I will ride for my children. I, I will definitely fight somebody for my child. So if we are bullying my children, just know that, yeah, I'm going to be right there involved. <laughs> um, cause I, we don't play that. Um, at least I don't play that. No, my husband don't play that. We, yeah, yeah. And we go to your parents and they, they rah-rah too. Like, yeah, we got to rah-rah together. Cause yeah, no, but yeah. So that's like the biggest thing that is definitely, it's so hard for all you parents out there. What are you doing? Have you gotten your child a phone? And when was the, um, when was the age you got your child a phone? How old was your child? Um, were they 10 or under or, you know, 10 or older, um, and what kind of phone did you get them? Did you get them a regular smartphone? Or have you looked into all those other new and upcoming um, phone companies like Gab and Pinwheel and Bark Wireless where you can actually control their phone? It's like they have a regular phone, but, you know, you just have a lot more control over it. So let me know. Because, yeah, she's not getting no iPhone. So don't come on here talking about iPhones because that ain't going to happen. All right. <laughs> them phones ain't cheap. No phone is cheap. But the iPhones are not cheap. And plus, I don't have an iPhone. So it's not like I can control her phone with my iPhone. Because I ain't got one. But at least with, um, you know, another phone, we can definitely, um, um, you know, download some apps on there and keep track that way. But yeah, let me know, parents out there. What have you, what, what age did you give your child a smartphone? And how comfortable were you doing it? Because I know I'm not really all that comfortable, but I'm really thinking about it just because of the um, how far her school is. And I want her to easily be able to contact me. And with the watch phones, the only downside is, you know, it, you can't like plug in headphones and talk. So everybody's going to hear your conversation. And you know, when you're amongst family, that doesn't matter. But with like strangers, it's like, mm, I don't want you all in my conversation with my child. So that's that's the biggest thing. Like, I definitely love the sync up watch. And um, for anyone out there, if you have T-Mobile, definitely get one for your child. But the one downside is just because of the distance and she's going to be on the bus for a long time. And sometimes the buses are really loud, so it's really hard to hear. But, um, you know. But then if you're able to hear, everybody on the bus is going to hear the conversation you have with your child. And sometimes like, mm, they don't want that. Um, but yeah, just let me know. What kind of phone have you given your child and what age? 
um, I'm very interested. So go onto the Facebook page or even in a Facebook group. We can have we can have this conversation both on both sides. Okay. Go to the Facebook 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 page, the Lazy Mom Podcast, um, and then if you're part of my Facebook group, the Lazy Mom Podcast group. Most definitely, you know, hit me up. Let me know what age did you get your child a phone and what kind of phone did you get them and how comfortable were you? And if your child does have a phone, have they been losing the phone? And what are some ways to not have them lose this phone? (laughs) Um, I know I'm definitely going to try the contract avenue and um, with their allowance. Obviously, when um, when she's paying for it. Like if, um, if they're going to pay $5 or 10 or whatever, it's not going to my pocket. I'm going to put it in their, on their debit card. So they'll have it on their, in their bank account. Um, but to them, it's like, oh, I'm paying for it. But really it's, I'm just putting it right back into your account without you knowing. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. This is definitely something that I, that's been like, in my brain and I'm like oh she's loving she's asking for it and now it's like "Eh, this might be the time this might be the time um but I'm iffy about it just because you know other kids get on my nerves though like other okay not other kids other people's unnice kids okay if you have a not nice kid yeah those kids get on my nerves yeah yeah all right so when the kids aren't nice yeah no I don't want them talking to my child but you know I like the nice ones (laughs) but thank you so much for joining me just remember I upload every Wednesday and remember mom chats because what's this mom chats is coming soon and so many other things are coming soon um in regarding my podcast and thank you so much for all of the support I've been continuously getting and I'm gonna try I'm really gonna try to do like video um podcast so y'all can you know see my beautiful presence from time to time (laughs) um but yes that's gonna be coming at some point it's probably gonna start with the mom chat um segment so look out for that and don't forget to catch all new episodes on all your listening platforms um what is it um spotify uh google podcast amazon podcast um iHeartRadio, y'all. Anchor, which is now Spotify Podcast. So, yes. So, Spotify again. Uh, (laughs) I think um, Radio Public. And you can actually catch my podcast on my website, thelazymomblog.com. And you can find all the newest and old episodes on there. And don't forget to hit shop and purchase a lazy mom podcast merch you can purchase a hat you can purchase a bag a bless not broken hat bless not broken bag you can purchase a mug you can purchase a cup like it is all on there and socks okay comfy socks you can get yourself some comfy socks um so go on to my website the lazy and listen to all new episodes and also get your merch But thank you so much for joining me on this wonderful episode. And I will catch you next time on the brand new episode of the Lazy Moms Podcast.